Please pray with me. Father, we ask that you would help us to enter into the events of this night. We ask that you would help us to comprehend and to understand and to see and touch and feel the things the disciples experienced, the things your son experienced. And we pray that you would give us the wisdom to know how to translate those things into our lives today. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. What does it mean to wash each other's feet? What does it mean to do that? I don't know there's an easy answer. It definitely means getting dirty. If we wash dirt off our brother's and sister's feet, it will mean getting our hands dirty. It definitely means doing things that we think are below us, doing things that we think we should not be doing. But beyond that, it gets tricky. This morning I was hanging out with Johnny and Nate, and Johnny said, you know, Jesus told us to pick up our cross and carry it every day, but that doesn't mean we pick up a physical cross and put it on our shoulders and carry it to work with us. The same can be said of foot washing. Jesus clearly instructs us to wash each other's feet. But he doesn't mean that we only, literally, wash each other's feet. Many Thursdays ago, Jesus and his disciples were getting ready for the Passover. Things seemed fairly normal until Jesus got up and tied a towel around his waist and started washing the disciples' feet. In doing so, Jesus did a task that could not be forced upon a Hebrew slave. It was seen as such a degrading thing that the Mishnah, the Jewish tradition, said that a Hebrew slave could not be forced to wash someone's feet. But Jesus gets up, washes the feet of his faithful disciples and his unfaithful disciples. He washes the feet of both Peter and Judas, who would soon betray him. And after he had done this, Jesus said, I have set an example for you. I want you to wash each other's feet. That is both a literal and metaphorical command. Literal, because there is something powerful when we physically wash each other's feet. Our bulletin says that it's a symbolic act, and it is symbolic, but it's also transformative. So it's literal, but it's also metaphorical, because we don't have the same need to wash each other's feet daily, as the disciples did thousands of years ago. So that begs the question, what might it look like for us to wash each other's feet today. As I've thought about this passage over the past month or so, three stories came to mind of three different friends who have washed my feet, so to speak, in the past year. The first event took place at the doctor's office. I have a new doctor. He is the best doctor I've ever had. I'm not going to tell you his name. My experience with physicians has been that they're usually grumpy and could care less about you as a person. 
My experience with, with dentists is a little more positive. At least they smile. And they tell me to floss more. But that's because they're supposed to tell me that. Not because they really care about me. And I, I currently actually have this awesome dental hygienist who totally cares about me, does a great job. But so many of the dentists I've gone to, even if they do a good job on my teeth, I get the distinct impression they're more concerned about getting my money than they are concerned about me. That may not be your experience with doctors and dentists, but it's been mine for the most part. And for you medical professionals out there, rest assured that I love you. But when I went to this first appointment with this new doctor, I was blown away. It was so evident that he cared about me. He took unhurried time to answer my questions. He explained things to me in terms and ways I could understand. And when I told him that I only sometimes wear my bike helmet, he shot me this look of horror only communicated care. So here was this guy who is setting aside his status and his importance and his way jam-packed schedule to be present with me and serve me. He was washing my feet. The second friend I thought about has a much higher role in society than I do. They have a much higher social standing. There's nothing I bring to the table. He will not become wealthier by hanging out with me. He will not meet more famous people by hanging out with me. I will not further his career. But whenever we hang out, his only agenda is to listen to what's going on in my life and figure out how he can be of service. He listens in a way that I rarely listen. He makes observations and gives guidance but has no agenda of his own. And when I talk with him, he washes my feet. The third friend may also be a friend of yours. His name's Samuel. Samuel is a Sudanese priest who worshipped with us for a couple years, and now he's back in Sudan. One year ago, last Monday, Thursday, Samuel literally washed my feet. I don't like my feet. I don't wear sandals in the summer because I don't like how my feet look. Last year, Samuel wanted to wash my feet. And if you know Samuel, you get the sense that there is nothing in your life that will face him. It doesn't matter what your physical feet look like. It doesn't matter what your metaphorical feet like or what your life looks like. Nothing will face him. He will eagerly, gracefully wash your feet just as you are. What a blessing. All these three foot washers share something in common with Jesus, this first foot washer. And that's this. They know what they have been given by the Father. And they know they are going to God. That's what empowered Jesus. In verse 3, we read, Jesus, knowing 
that the Father had given all things into his hands, and knowing that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table and tied a towel around himself. Jesus knew, and then he did. He knew he had nothing to lose. He knew he had already been given everything. He knew he understood this reverse economy that God operates with. He knew that God already had Jesus' picture in his wallet, and there was nothing more Jesus could do to earn his love. And out of that, he washed feet. One of the worst things that you and I could do tonight is to go home and to think up all kinds of new ways to serve people, to follow this rule that Jesus gives us to wash people's feet. That would be one of the worst things we could do if we do not first know what we have been given in Christ and know where we are going. What can you do to more fully grasp what God has given you? What can you do to more fully grasp that you are going to God and there is nothing on this side of eternity that Jesus will not make new? There is nothing that can be taken away from you by evil or sin or the world that you will not receive back. And what can you do, what can you and I do to wash the feet of brothers and sisters? Not just here tonight in a few minutes, but for the rest of the year. Some time ago, the Duke of Westminster, a former Duke of Westminster, was in London. And he was accused of not knowing how people lived, how common people lived, because he had never been on a bus before. And when he was accused of this, he took great offense at this. And it hurt him because he deeply cared for his people. So to prove his accuser wrong, right away he got on a bus. And he ordered the driver, take me to Grosvenor Square and quick. (laughs) He was well-intentioned. But he actually didn't know how buses worked. They're not a taxi or a chauffeured car. They have a set route. It's kind of a comical story, but I think sometimes we can think that we understand better than we do what God has given us. Sometimes we can think that we're better servants than we actually are. So as you leave tonight and as you pray this weekend... Ask yourself and ask God, how can you do verse 3 and verse 5 better? What can you do to more fully grasp what God has given you? And out of that, what can we do to wash each other's feet? Let's pray. Father, we ask that you would sink deep into our being this glorious inheritance we have in Christ. That you would sink into us the fact that we are co-heirs with Christ.
that you love the socks off us. And that that gives us the freedom because we don't have to worry about our inheritance and we can just go and serve. We pray that you would show us the, the tangible, concrete things that we can do to wash the feet of those around us. We look forward to you fulfilling these prayers in our lives. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.